Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim, and this is a very special show today. Ding, 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 this ding, is our... What are you doing? I'm doing general bass. I'm doing the musical backgrounds. This is our Christmas special, uh, and it's called It's a Wonderful Life, George Bailey. And I have a gift to... I want to introduce my colleagues first, and then I'm going to give them their gift. First of all, I have with me the very talented, lovely, and festive Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? I'm good. How are you? Well, you don't sound like you're in the Christmas spirit. Because she's shopping on Amazon on the phone right now. Are you shopping right now? I am not shopping right now. Did you get your Twitter fix? My Twitter, yes, it's fixed. Your Twitter, is, your Twitter is fine? Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. She and, needs Twitter facts. <laughs> and I'm also joined by the very talented, very distinguished, the most dangerous man in podcasting today, the Honorable Ch- Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawk Waters III, Affectionately known as a Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Timmy, I'm doing wonderful, and in the spirit of uh, the occasion and the season, I right now have uh, some mistletoe t- taped to my belt buckle. So it's been <laughs> a wonderful day so that's far. That's really inappropriate there, Colonel. <laughs> that's uh, what, that's uh, your let's human do, resources. Let's do some Christmas shout-outs, and we got a ton, because we're going to leave people out, and if we do, we're sorry. We want to wish all of our listeners a very Merry Christmas. But we've had a lot. We've met a lot of cool people over the past year. We're going to leave people out. We're sorry, but um, some old standards we want to wish. You know who we got to start with? <laughs> well, okay. First of all, we got to start with Dottie. My everything, mom, everything Merry on this Christmas. show starts and ends with Dottie Scott. Yeah. Well, Merry Christmas, Mom. Um, and Dottie, Merry Christmas. We we do these shows really just for you, or at least mm-hmm. the Colonel does. Mm-hmm. Because um, I ain't getting no damn money for it. But anyway, um, Merry Christmas, Dottie. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you uh, uh, when we was first starting saying, you know, this is not garbage. You guys ought to keep she it. She was going. like the only one listening for a while. <laughs> I know. Uh, we, um, and, and your big crazy dumbass, uh, Scott. Scott. Uh, Merry Christmas, Scott K. Scott K. Um, and his girlfriend Amanda. And his girl girlfriend Amanda. Thank you very much, Scott. You you were you were there in the beginning, so it's been it's been a good year for the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have Canute. We have Lady Beverly. Very Merry Christmas to both of you. We have Casey. We have Young Brittany. We have Bill. 
Uh, I know I'm going to let Tara and Tara. Um, we're going to leave people out. Uh, Celine. Allie, Celine, definitely Celine. Brittany Allie, Nicole. Brittany, Nicole. Uh, and again, I don't want to leave anyone. Mary Ray, I don't want to leave anyone out. If we do, we apologize. But thank you all for listening. Um, you know, this is our first year. We started last January, and uh, it's been a blast. And we hope you stay with us for the upcoming year because we got some cool stuff coming up, right, Colonel? We got some stuff come up just blow your mind today. Amazing stuff. I mean, but anyway, <clears throat> I, I want to have this podcast today because I wanted to give you guys your Christmas gift. Now, I thought about buying you something and spending money on you, mm-hmm. but then I, that didn't seem right. That seemed to... You you were complaining, Colonel, just the other day about how materialistic it Christmas has become. Well, when I have to buy shit for other people, no well, people got to buy stuff I, for I, I was getting ready to go out shopping for you, and then you mm-hmm. said that, and then I thought, you know, it was like a... a, a Epiphany. V, like a V8. I hit my head, and I said, he's right. <laughs> I shouldn't be spending money. On him and Brandy, I should give him some, some, give them something more meaningful. Something from your heart, Tim. Exactly. Something from your heart. So I decided that instead of giving you a gift that you would just, you know, use, I would give instead. I will tell you something both, we would enjoy. Yeah, instead of giving something you would enjoy, I would tell you both a story. A, a, a story that has a lot of meaning for a lot of people, and it, hopefully, it will enrich your life. I doubt it. So, what do you think about that, Brandy? Are you are you um, overwhelmed with that? I, I am. I'm speechless. Overwhelmed. Okay, I'm going to tell you a story. I think I'm getting completely fucked. <laughs> I wanted a box of chocolates. I want anything. Recap his every freaking sentence. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to tell you both a little story now. You don't. You just relax. About a man named Jed. You don't have to say anything. You can just sit there and enjoy it, or you can comment if you like. I see. I'm going to tell you the story of George Bailey. George Bailey was born in a small town of Bedford Falls, New York, in 1920. And he lived in a small town. He, yeah, he lived He'll in probably a, die in a small town. That's probably where they're buried, George. Yeah. His father, Peter Bailey... <laughs> <laughs> Quit doing that because I see it in the corner of my eye and it looks like you're playing with your penis. And I, uh, please, I don't like for the it. record, she's referring to the colonel. I don't like it. I may or may not be. It's weirding me out, dude. So his father, Peter Bailey, was the president of the Bedford Falls Building Alone. He was a good man who believed in helping others less fortunate. Wasn't he a couple years later indicted in the whole savings and loans scandal? No, that came a little bit later on. As a result of his kind and gentle nature, his family lived a very modest lifestyle, much like myself. George's mother's mother, George's mother. Jesus God. <laughs> you got me for the whole hour. <laughs> His mother was a housewife. She was a quiet woman who loved her sons and was always looking out for them. You sound like a very nice lady, don't you think? She could be. Uh, yeah, but rumor was she was banging a postman. We don't know that. That's a rumor. George was had a very happy childhood growing up in the small town of Bedford Falls. There were several events in George's young life which impacted his life and those around him for years to come. You know, think about this, though, Timmy. Mm-hmm. How cool would it be if you lived in a small town, your daddy owned a bank, okay? He was president of the bank. I don't think he owned it. Well, he was president of the bank. All right. Okay, now all Savings these, and loan. Savings building and loan. Building and loan. Building and loan. 
building alone, which meant all the people in the town had their mortgages right. with him. Yeah. And you're playing baseball. And you know how when you play baseball, you get into the arguments over whether somebody was safe or out, whether it was a catch, whether right. it was not a catch. And what do you do? You have to do a do-over. Mm-hmm. But George, the little son bitch he was, instead used to tell people, no, you're out or my daddy foreclosed on your house. He didn't say that at all. He did it all the time. This is the thing I don't like about the movie. It it only shows one side of George. All right. He's well, a prickly little bastard. <laughs> well, George, <laughs> uh, when he was 13, there's a couple of events that impacted his life. When he was 13, he saved his brother Harry's life uh, when Harry was drowning in a frozen pond. They were sliding into the pond on, on a shovel. I hate that shit. I know. And anyway, he saved. However, in, in the process of saving young Harry... George lost a hearing in his left ear. That's sad, don't you think? Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> yeah. As George grew up, he started working as a young man at Gower's Pharmacy. Now, Mr. Gower was a good man, but he was depressed because his son had been killed in action in Europe during World War One. Wasn't it about time he got over that? Well, no. He just found out about it. He started to drink. And this is back when you could get the cocaine. At the yeah, thing. yeah. You could, you could, he was a pharmacist. He could get anything he wanted. And anyway, he didn't know what he was doing. What? Everybody knows about Mr. Bauer, the pharmacist? Gower. Or Mr. Gower, the pharmacist? Yeah. So he doesn't know. No. Yeah. Half the women in town was coming in having to sleep with him to get the opioids. Oh, oh really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he had the oxycotton. He had the oxycotton back then. He got the women the Percocet. He, you know, people. The women come in with a little touch of rheumatism. Mm-hmm. He's like, here, try the oxycotton. This will work good for you. Try it, it three day, three times a day for a month. For a month, and then just a month later, they'd be. He's like, oh, I can't give it no more. On your knees, baby. Yeah. I, I, oh, doctor, I need the oxycotton. I'm a reasonable man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> half the women in town in there banging the pharmacist. Okay, so that's not true. Um, Mr. Gower was drinking one day and he got a prescription to fill and because he was drinking and he was upset over the loss of his son he made a terrible mistake and uh, the pres- filling the prescription end up, uh, ended up being poisonous. Now George who was to deliver the prescription to the customer noticed the error and did not take the uh, drug to the customer. Now Mr. Gower when he found out about this got pissed started slapping George around. Well, goddamn right. I don't care if it's poison or not poison. I tell your little ass to deliver it. You don't think. I didn't pay you to think. Deliver the damn medicine. He did say that. How are you supposed to run some kind of underground drug ring if people question your everything? Exactly. Yeah. Well, you had a little cabal there. You can't have people thinking. It, it, well, it was not exactly like that. When he found out, when, when George explained to him that you know he had made a mistake, and uh, he, you know, he he put a little bit on his tongue. He tasted it. Mr. Gower did, and he he realized that George was right. So he started crying. He hugged George. It was a touching moment, and they became lifelong friends. Aww. And then yeah. he fondled George inappropriately. He did not. Yeah, he did because George. And then he started giving George, trying to get George to take the oxycotton. No, he did not. Now George had big dreams as a child. Didn't we, we all? all? We all do. <laughs> <laughs> did the world crushes him? <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to be an engineer and travel the world. As a teen, he was nominated as a member in the National Geographic Society. 
Boy, I bet that got him laid more than anything. Linoleum. Yeah. Have you ever been in? Were you? Have you ever been nominated as a member of the National Geographic Society? No, I have not. All right. But it's it's kind of like being the president of the AV club at school. <laughs> yeah, kind of. I wonder if he had pimples. As a young George Bailey, um, he was overwhelmed by family obligations and a sense of responsibility toward his community. Uh, he was tied. He felt tied down to the company, his his dad's savings and loan, and he want. But he wanted to get out. You know, he was young. He had a lot of dreams. He wanted to travel. He wanted to see the world. But he felt stuck in his little small town. Aww. Oh, little candy ass bitch. Now George George had two love interests growing up. One was a dark haired beauty named Mary Hatch. Another was a sheep. And the other was a, a woman named Violet. Now, she was a kind-hearted woman, but a bit of a slut. Oh, hey. yeah. That's the one you go with. Yeah, the slut. Yeah. Always go with the slut. Yeah. They're, yeah, they really are better in the long run. Mm-hmm. Now, George was popular growing up, and he had a number of friends, including a weird little guy named Sam Rain- Wainwright. Now, Sam uh, came from a wealthy family, but he had a... Uh, his family made a fortune in plastics, but he had an annoying little habit of placing his thumbs on his ears, waving his fingers, and saying "eeaw." So he thought he was a donkey. I have no way. I don't. I still don't know what that so is. He did it for apparently no reason at all. I believe it was from the fraternity he was in in college. Maybe. I don't know. No, he did this when they were young. He did it when they was young. Yeah, he did it when. Uh, they you know were what happened to him? The pharmacist. Mister like, Gower was banging him. Squeal, the- boy, squeal. Mr. Gow. Yeah. <laughs> After high school, George saved money while working for Mr. Gower and was planning on going to college and then travel. Uh, but he said first he let his brother go, Harry, his young brother Harry, who fell through the ice. He, fe- he, he went to college first and became uh, um, second team All American in football. Ooh, second team All-American. Mm-hmm. You know what that is? Second loser. That's right. That's, no, second team All-American is first place loser. Well, right? yes, you're right. And second place, remember this, listeners. What is second place, devil? The first loser. The first loser. Yeah. So, um, George was out with his sweetheart, Mary, um, and he found out that uh, when uh, they came along and tell him that his dad had a stroke. So here he is getting ready to go to college, uh, but his dad had a stroke. I got a little ahead of myself. He was getting ready to go to college. His dad had a stroke. And he had to stay to take over the building alone because there was an evil man in town. His Snidely name, Whiplash. His name was Henry Potter. Harry Potter was alive back then. Henry. Harry Potter was in town. He could Henry make Potter. things better. Yeah, he Henry Potter. Henry Potter. He oh, was Henry the richest Potter. and meanest man in town. Now, you know, I've seen this, and what I don't get, didn't the son bitch have a wheelchair? Yeah. There's Why didn't like, somebody push his ass down the steps? Yeah, there's only like 12 people in the whole freaking town. I mean. So, um, Potter wanted to take over the, the savings and loan. He was on the board. He wanted to take it over. And they were going to fold, you know, they were going to close the built savings and loan. They're, the board voted to keep it open only if George would stay and become president. So wanting to keep his father's dream alive and having 
an opportunity for people to own their own house instead of living in uh, Potter's Field, which is, you know, Potter had his own little housing project going on. You didn't tell us. Did the old man stroke out completely? Yeah, or he, did died. he just Okay, he so died. he didn't just drool no, all died. day. George didn't have Pete, to take Peter Bailey's pushing up daisies. Okay. Taking, taking a dirt nap. So he gives up his dream to go to college and stay. Clutch pieces of that story. Yeah, that was kind of <laughs> and, important. Actually. And saves and takes care of the savings alone. He gives his college money to Harry, who again goes on to be an All-American in college at football. So far, so far, I'm thinking about returning this gift. <laughs> right. <laughs> you keep the receipt. Yeah. So George waits for Harry to graduate from college, and the plan was for George to to run the savings alone. Harry graduate from college. Harry would come back, take over the savings alone, and George would go on his way to college. So get a late start, but he would still get his education. However, when Harry came home, he had a his he was engaged, and his uh, fiance's father had offered Harry a really good job. So you, you did not you did not uh, clarify. Did he get engaged to the sweet one or the slut? No, 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 no. George George gets married to Mary. Yeah, the sweet one. Oh man, but he Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Just banging the slut on the side. No, not really. He tried to once, but she wouldn't go for it. Anyway, when Harry graduates, he brings home his wife, and he gets a job offer. So, you know, George is stuck, right? Um, right. Because uh, Harry says, I'll take over the savings alone. But George, being the nice guy that he is, says, no, I'll stay. You go get the good job with your father-in-law. So George ends up marrying young Mary Hatch. Uh, and they, they save up for a honeymoon. So at least he's going to get go on a trip, right? Right. He wants to travel. So he's going to New York on a honeymoon. But guess <laughs> what? Who had, the, who had the biggest boobs between Violet and Mary? I think Violet did. Violet. Uh, no. He picked the wrong woman. Mary was, uh, what's her name? Who was Mary? Uh, look it up, Brandy, while we're talking. I'm not going to do that. Uh, break that down. <laughs> um, anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, <laughs> No, it's, it's a famous actress. Look it up, Chuck. Um, write that down. Uh, so anyway... shit in this wall. That's right. Kroger would never ask me to look anything up. George. George marries Mary, but they have the money. They're getting ready to go on a honeymoon, but then there's a run on the bank. So they use all of their savings to give people money so that the, they, you know, the bank doesn't close. So he kept the savings and loan open with all the hard-earned money that they were going to use for their honeymoon. 
Brandy, that's amazing. You look, you're getting a little teary-eyed. I'm that, not. Right? That's pretty fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. So you would have went on the vacation. Yeah, and not come back. <laughs> Screw it. So anyway, uh, what happens next? Um, so uh, he uh, he saves his savings and loan. He starts Bailey Park, which is an affordable housing project, which is you know kind of cool. People could buy their own homes and live there. And oh, you know who was you know who was uh, uh, his wife? Yeah. Uh, was it Donna? It was Donna Reed. Donna Reed. Yes, that's who I was thinking of. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, the, didn't she go on to become something famous? The, yeah, the Donna Reed show. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And She's I'll Donna Reed. Violet. Yeah, bang her like a set of bongos. All right. Yeah, Violet was. Yeah, Violet was kind of hot. I'd, okay. So you know what? I, if, what I'd want for Christmas. What? Donna Reed. I no. I'd want. A three-way with Donna Reed and, and Violet. But they're both dead. I wonder if you ever got that. They're both dead. I don't know. Well. Anyway, Potter got tired of losing uh, tenants to George Bailey in Bailey Park. So he says, if you can't beat him, join him. So he tries to hire George, offers him a lot of money, offers him an opportunity to travel, maybe to go to Europe every now and then. And George almost takes him up in the offer, and then he, he, you know, he comes to his senses. And he rejects it, angrily rejects it. And uh, in nineteen forty, so nineteen forty-one, what happens, Colonel? Uh, the 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 Japanese bomb Pearl Harbor, Timmy. The war starts. War starts. And uh, every, of course, every little town was affected by World War II, including Bedford Falls. As all able-bodied men in town joined the armed forces to fight, including George's brother, Harry. But George's cowardly ass stayed home because he had one bad ear. He had a bad ear. He was yeah. he got a status of 4F. <clears throat> Here's what I never understood about that. Uh-huh. Okay? You got a now, let's just say you get a... You go and... It's like, oh, one, one of my legs is shorter than the other. Yeah. All right? So you go to Iwo Jima. You get your damn leg half blown off. They bandage you up and send you back to fight. Now, one of your legs is already a foot shorter than another, and you got to still keep fighting. When do you get the foil? I don't know, but you know what? You think if someone had hearing problems, they'd be great for artillery. You would think so. Yeah. But George did not. He got he got a deferment because of 4F, so he did all the things that you guys did at home that couldn't fight in the war. He did the paper drives, the rubber drives. <laughs> <laughs> He did Jeez. the, the um, air raid, you know, he was the air raid sergeant, all that. So anyway, uh, his brother Harry, however, became a Navy flyer. Of course and, he did. And he shot he down did. a plane that was ready to bomb a transport. So he saved thousands of lives, young Harry did. And he won the Medal of Honor. Of course he did. On Christmas Eve, 1945, the town was preparing a hero's welcome for young Harry. So everyone was proud and... George is, you know, he he was proud too. He was happy for his brother. Is this the one where he dies? Will you please let me finish? I don't know if he dies. He should. I feel like I'm dying a little. So bit. Uncle Billy, like Uncle Billy, who was kind of like the retarded uncle. Yes, he's the one. Yeah. He took the he took the uh, deposit for the day to the other bank, the building building and loan deposit he took to the bank, eight thousand dollars. And he was kind of bragging. That he saw Mr. Potter there, you know, the old prick. Right. And he was kind of bragging to Mr. Potter, showing him the newspaper that had Harry on the front page. And he handed the newspaper to the Mr. Potter, kind of in-your-face type of thing. 
mm-hmm. and he didn't realize that he also handed Mr. Potter the eight thousand dollars. Jeez. Yeah. Oh. Not a, now, Mr. Potter... Mr. Potter's had blowing whores for three weeks. He kept Hookers the money. Hookers and coke. Hookers he, and coke. He kept the money, and he called the police saying that he wanted the, the uh, he wanted an investigation of the savings and loan because he knew, of course, that they did not have the money, and he was trying to get rid of the savings and loan. So, uh, when Uncle Billy could not find the money, him and George frantically searched for it. After berating his uncle for endangering the building alone and probably sending him to prison, did he slap him around? No, he didn't slap him. George didn't do that. That's but too it, bad. He was, he you should. know, he was scared. He went home. He frightened his wife and kids because he was stressing out. He was having a panic attack. He needed some Xanax. He was facing prison, so he uh, he went to Potter and asked for a loan. And Potter, of course, denied him a loan and asking for collateral. He said he had a five hundred dollar life insurance policy, and Potter laughed and said, you're worth more dead than alive. So Potter was kind of a prick. Yeah. Um, so George gets drunk at the local bar, gets in a fight, crashes his car into a tree. So it's really a bad day for young George Bailey. Yes. He staggers to a bridge and decides to jump and commit suicide. Unbeknownst to him, a little inept angel named Clarence had been watching him from Clarence. the shadows. Clarence had been Clarence. watching him in the shadows. Clarence, thinking quickly, see, Clarence needed wings. He was trying to get his wings, but we all are. Yeah, we all are. But he 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 was like you know he was kind of like mildly retarded. He was just not <laughs> you know he just he just wasn't getting his wings. He wasn't full retard. <laughs> no, you, you don't want to. You can't go, go full retard. You can't go full retard. <laughs> right, right. Right. Yeah. So anyway, um, he he's seeing George in this plight, so he knows that George would save his life if he if he thought he was in danger. So J- Clarence jumps into the water before George does. George sees him, and just like Clarence predicted, he jumps in and saves Clarence from drowning. Clarence. So after they get dried off, get back to land, get dried off, Clarence explains to George that he's his guardian angel. Well, not really his angel, because he don't have wings, but he wants to be his angel. He explains to George that life is precious, but George said he'd be better off if he had never been born. So guess what Clarence does? What? He grants him his wish. And he shows George what life would be like if he was never born. Now, among the things that happened... Harry's little brother died. He drowned as a child in the pond because you mean Harry, George's little brother. Yeah, George's little brother. Somebody's little brother. George's little brother Harry drowned as a child because George was not there to save him. No, you know what that's called? What? Darwinism. You walk out onto the thin ice. You it is. Yeah. All the men in the transport died. That just, that just happened on Fargo. Yeah. All the men in the transport died because Harry was not around to save him because George was not around to save Harry. Oh, you know what else I bet? Randy's getting a little teary-eyed. You know what else happened? You know what else happened? I bet. What? I bet the pharmacist killed twenty people. No, but Mr. Gower did go to prison for poisoning a child because George was not around to stop the delivery of those drugs. Where he was subject to repeated sodomy. The town itself was called Potterville, not Bedford Falls. 
Oh my gosh! The you town mean, was a was a, a a town of sex and sin. Yes, Sodom and Gomorrah. See, Strip clubs, casinos, bars, massage parlors, and opium dens. See, and that's the kind of town. Who doesn't want to live there? It's I, Vegas. It's I, yes, Vegas. It is. George fucked everything up. He violent. This little place violent is now a full fledged whore. Hell yeah, she is. <laughs> Violet out earning. She is out earning. She's working. She's, She's working doing on her thing, minding it's, her yeah, business. Making it rain. Making the bacon. Yeah. Come on. Mary was an old maid and worked at the library. No, yeah, no, no. Mary was. Nobody gives Mary crap worked about down Mary. at the local truck stop. I'm, I'm she telling, was, I'm nobody cared about She'd Mary. Give a Donna Reed is down at the library. She's at the truck stop giving hummus. George's mother was a recluse. Well, she was a recluse. She's down at died. the truck stop giving hummus. Yeah. So, She's giving the gummers. Yeah. So, <laughs> the truck stop. so now seeing what the world like was like without him, George started praying, Oh, God, I want to live again. I want to live again. I want to live. I want to live. I want to live. And his wish was granted. Oh, he was back. Should I go up to the hospital? He was happy even though there was an a, a arrest warrant out for, uh, warrant out for his arrest. People from all over the community came to aid him and give him money, oh, including, sweet. including his old boss, Mr. Gower, and his old friend, Sam Raymond. <laughs> what is that? <laughs> this is stupid. I believe it's what he's so you're with the, So you're friends Gower with the town crazy. Do <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now the dude was rich. The moral of the story, Brandy, I want you to think about this, is that no man is alone who has friends. Clarence got his wings. I believe it's the lives battle. Yeah. Clarence got his wings? Yes. Clarence Carter got his wings. Not Clarence Carter. Clarence the Angel. Clarence Thomas. Not Clarence, Clarence Thomas the Angel. I've tapped all of the Clarences that I... Yeah. <laughs> so, this whole bullshit thing was so some half-retard angel could get some wings? <laughs> well, it, That's no, no, no. They made it, a movie about that. This is to show you the importance of friends, and that's why I wanted to tell you this story so that you can appreciate me more. Okay. Last year, no, yeah. not last year. This was, this was a long time ago because the kids were little. They bought me a shirt. Mm-hmm. There was uh, like three sizes too small. Uh-huh. Well. It was an ugly shirt. <laughs> The ugly ass shirt, and it might not been three sizes too small if you laid off the double bacon cheeseburger. But let me just tell you, it was a better fucking gift than that. All right, how are you going to give this as a gift? You don't. It's have already to thank, gone. You don't have to thank me, really. <laughs> so now it is your turn to say nice don't things about me. Take your time. This bullshit. Are you the cheapest of Mr. Potter? It's like right. we're for Mr. Potter. It is like that. Yeah. I thought you would we love this podcast. No, you didn't think that I at all. I thought you would love this gift. You've met us. You so, know we wouldn't have loved on. that. So you're going to... So so just so... You exploited us all year, Timmy. Exploited us. Exploited us and, and our just, good nature. And, and you took advantage of our good nature. How did I and exploit you? And you just end the year with a big old explanation, exclamation point. Exclamation. Exclamation. <laughs> An exclamation point! I thought you would be. I thought you would be overwhelmed, and you would be. Uh, frankly, I thought you'd be a little teary eyed at this could point. You, could you next year just take us a lunch for fuck's sake? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Any final thoughts on the wonderful life of George Bailey? Didn't even buy my Wendy's today. <laughs> Motherfucker, I ain't buying you nothing now. When that, but when that package comes from Amazon, I can't afford to buy you myself. lunch. 
double bacon cheeseburgers. Wow. They're a dollar. <laughs> they anyway, cost a dollar. I want it noted, he took his entire staff to, to, to the boathouse, yeah. but he can't afford to buy you lunch. Buy me a gift. He can't afford I to buy, buy me I a can, one dollar I, bacon I could. I can afford to buy it. I'm concerned about your health, Colonel. You... <laughs> You're putting on a few pounds. If you were concerned about my health, you wouldn't give me such a fucked up Christmas present <laughs> and get my blood pressure all up. I thought that this is something that you, a unique gift, that it would be something that you no, would trade. No, it's unique. You know why it's unique? Nobody wants a motherfucker. That's why. Well, I, I have the bargain bin. I'm here waiting for my gift now, so you can give oh, it to me anytime. Okay, here you go. You know, you right. should keep waiting. <laughs> Here's a napkin. Take that. Merry Christmas. All right. Do we have any final thoughts or any final wishes to our listeners on this very special week here at Christmas in 2015? I would just like Happy to holiday. Happy Brandy, holidays. Brandy, give some shout-outs, Brandy, to some people. Some people like you. Well, Say Merry Christmas to some of our listeners. Merry Christmas to... My brother, Casey, that Yes, listens. Casey. We can't wait for you to come back and do a podcast with us. And, and Tara from Ireland. And I would also like to say... <laughs> what the hell? Thank you, Allie, for listening and Allie. commenting. And your Aunt Beverly. And my Aunt Beverly. She listens, too. So, and Merry Christmas, everybody. If you can hear me over this god-awful... Damn it. This is Bruce singing Merry Christmas, baby, to our listeners. All right. All right. Colonel, Colonel, Merry, 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 Merry Christmas to Renee. Merry Christmas, Mrs. Colonel. Mrs. Colonel. To nice Taylor. Catch. To Tanner. To Taylor. Logan. To Sarah. Sarah. And most, screaming. most importantly, Who? Rudy. Rudy. Our friends are thinking sideways. Yeah, our friends are thinking sideways. Yeah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. We'll see you all again real soon on History Dreams. Merry Christmas, everyone. We'll let Bruce take us out. All right. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.